0: this is alan
1: this is brandon
0: and welcome to d6 minutes the miniatures gaming companion podcast to dice over everything where we choose a bunch of topics and talk about them for as long as the dice decide
1: all right so let's kick this off with what have you been doing for the hobby this week two minutes so I have been working
0: continuing my work on my hackers lamb and I have actually finished a bunch of models so I've done all of my GUlams and on which is great that's like eight I think I mentioned last time uh, and then uh i I've actually been. Finishing up just uh, some more bots and some more uh, and and some actual uh, heavy infantry and stuff for Hackerslam. I have still not started my uh, Operation Blackwind, but I'm like this close. I'm like literally by tomorrow I will be working on them maybe.
1: Nice. So I've also been doing a bit of Infinity stuff. For an mm-hmm. ALIF army that I plan to like, assemble over the winter for doing lots of conversions. Uh-huh. So, I don't know if I mentioned before that for our game, I've ordered a bunch of war game exclusive stuff. Like, sculpted by Skull. So, in addition to that, I ordered a few, like, Mech looking things. Because mm-hmm. I want to turn the Aleph army into Blanchitsu, or Grimdarkish. Oh, nice. So, I need to take parts yeah, from Admech-ish stuff. Parts from huh? Infinity, smush them together and paint them blanchitsu. So there's just, That's things with, pretty cool. there's just things with tentacles, and then other like mechanics onto them, cloaks, and then uh-huh. going through my Cricks bits box because War Machine's not a thing anymore, and I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to put all that work into painting something. But I'm like, oh, this stuff's not like, even a company of Iron Army. I already have a lot of Cricks, enough Cricks painted for that. So okay. maybe that'll be like I didn't fail my Kirk's project. I paint. I played Company of Iron with that. Uh-huh. But anyhow, I, I think we've gone over r two with just mentioning that. But I'll, I'm sure I'll have more updates on that.
0: Yeah. Uh, if you need any bits, I have a, a little bit of uh, of uh, what do you call them? Uh, Adeptus Mechanicus models, like just bits
1: that I can mm-hmm. give you to. It'll probably be needed facing because that's kind of what goes on those bases in in mm-hmm. Blendshitsu style. Anyhow. sure and so maybe some helmeted
0: heads or something That's all nice. right so now now on to the questions uh the other questions um so uh i got uh one i will say so basically uh i know i bought uh i, I mentioned i bought the company of iron thing but i also bought a BattleTech salvage box uh so that yeah. is like a random packed Battle mech for Battletech.
1: So is just like those GW random miniseries things? They imitated that?
0: With like uh, the actually, Nurgle and
1: the Terminators and yeah,
0: No, I don't I guess no, it's because they're actual blind boxes. They're more like the uh WizKids Ministry line, except so they're not pre-painted. Okay. Right? So if you remember that. Because it comes also with a little stat card. So I guess my question is. What would it take for you to play Battletech? Three minutes.
1: Short, mercifully, for you. So, Battletech, I'm not actually against the scale of Battletech, because I think Epic 40k, except that the little human things look stupid, like having tanks roll around and having, like giant mechs, even mm-hmm. like the Adeptus Titanicus, but just that's too many mechs for me, honestly. Like, Epic seems cool to me, a bunch uh-huh. of tanks and the mechs going and stomping them. That's uh-huh. fun. But the mech on mech, I'm kind of meh about really? at that scale. And the look of their mechs. Like, I've seen too many cool robots. Battletech has a cool, a few yeah. cool ones. Don't get me wrong. People, people may comment. They're like, oh, but this mech's really cool. How can you see Yeah, this is them? the I'm Mad like, Cat,
0: right? The classic clan mech. The one with the, the missile launcher po- pods. The chicken walker with missile launcher pods and two laser guns for arms that's pretty cool yes yeah it's the like quintessential mech
1: yeah for mech warrior <laughs> yeah I, now i want to build one of those at infinity scale as a robot anyhow i'll get i'll do that oh too yeah there point. is that is a copy isn't it the Shernobog? i was gonna make
0: some small ones anyhow we'll get back to that on future podcast mm. it kind of sucks because so yeah so so the point is what will it take
1: Cooler mattress and tanks involved. Uh, interesting.
0: So, for me, uh, the only thing that it would take is for me to have someone who wants to play it with. <laughs> and then, then I will quickly go and buy it out and, and play it. I don't know if I'll play it more than once, but I i, I do uh, want to buy them. The only issue for me is you're right, the mechs are not necessarily as cool, but I did play the Battletech video game and they kind of grow on you they're very chunky and like 80s-esque and like ridiculous but there's a little bit of charm for that right the fact that they're that, that they don't they're not slick they don't have modern industrial design they, they don't actually, They they don't look at all like they would be functional either but, no, they don't. So they, they have they neither industrial design nor like cool, slick, whatever things, nor actual realism. They have none of those things. But that's
1: kind of why they have some sort of charm. You're so,
0: making me I like them
1: less. Anyhow, <laughs> I think I'd be I'd be closer to playing Adeptus Titanicus than BattleTech just because the aesthetic. I would never
0: play Adeptus Titanicus to tell you the truth. The rules might be I trash. I have for no that. desire to play it. I don't even like the the Adeptus Titanicus models. I think they look worse. The only Good at the Titanicus models, in my opinion, are the Imperial Knights. Might as well play in 28mm. <laughs> I got a I got a Gorka knot. How about you?
1: I don't have big miniatures. <laughs> <laughs> I actively try to avoid having big miniatures show up. I think I just painted a giant miniature and then lent it to someone. I'm like, oh God, I have this giant miniature. What am I gonna do with it? Uh, uh, lend it out. There we go. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. All right. Uh you got a question?
1: Yeah, this doesn't like roll to that question, but that's not how this goes. So just thinking from looking at, honestly, like a recent Kickstarter thing and the fact that we just played like affinity one off scenario that was made for a miniature that came out with a Kickstarter. What do you think of miniature companies like because obviously some companies have games, some have minis, but I'm thinking of the companies that do both. That they have like some crazy miniature that you might not play that much in your armies, but then mm-hmm. they go and they create a special scenario that revolves around it to encourage people to go out and buy it. What do you think of com- companies doing that for their more esoteric miniatures?
0: Four minutes. Uh, I actually love it. So here's the thing: when you're playing a <clears throat> mini game for a very long time, there's a lot of of you know lore outside of the main things that make sense for the miniature game you're playing right and so the when when there's enough lore and when they're featured enough they people start wanting to have a miniature but that might not be the right miniatures for your game this is, happens all the time it happened in war machine with colossals it happened mm-hmm. in games workshop with flyers right flyers are cool looking But they make no sense in the actual game. Yeah, they're in the universe, because
1: clearly you'd have things flying around. Yeah. But yeah, the rules don't work in normal scenarios very well for them.
0: Yes, exactly. They don't fit with the majority of the things. So it makes sense to limit them to a portion where the actual scenarios make sense, right, for these kind of things. And I think it would have been much healthier for the games in general while incentivizing – to. People to have them for their shelves if it was special missions or things like that this is often one of those issues that kind of breaks a lot of different games i think uh i guess the reason why i mentioned is that we have the megalodron right in infinity and they're like this is way too big for the game this is not going to be a mini, but there's like a special scenario they wrote to do it, right? And you can also play it in uh, Infinity Defiance, right? So that makes so much more sense to me, and I wish they had done this more. Even things as big as like Gorkonauts and Imperial Knights don't necessarily make sense in Warhammer 40,000 scale, but they shoved it in because people
1: loved those models. Yeah, and people weren't—they wanted to make the sales, so they mm-hmm. figured they had all the way in, but you think it'd be... You think from your perspective you would still buy something if you couldn't play it in like a regular game, but if there were scenarios out there, you'd be like, Okay, this isn't just like for visual, this there's like a version of the game I can play and that's yeah. enough that you'd go buy their like hundred dollar mini.
0: Yeah, because I love minis and people love like most people buy these minis just to assemble and paint them, and put them on the table, right? Or sort of put them in their in their display cases or or on their shelf, on their bookshelf. That's the majority of the hobby miniature buyers, right? And the books and the game is important to give someone a reason to buy those minis and put them on. And most of the people will never actually put it on the table. I've put my Gorkanat on the table once. I still love buying it and everything. the assembling it, right? That's the kind of thing, like... As long as you can put it on for a couple if you really like it, I think that's en- enough, especially when these minis, like, I don't know, they, they, they killed War Machine, honestly. They're one of the major reasons why the War Machine just, like was unbalanceable and, and was messed up for a lot of it's it's the reason that I, I feel like those giant models are the reason why war machine pushed to have larger games because those giant models didn't work on the 35 point games that they were playing that that you know half their audience were playing at the beginning of mark ii
1: yeah they fit into like an apocalypse style game and now you have to apocalypse size armies to deal with them yeah to have all the answers so, on board
0: yeah, I think I think you really just need a, a small incentive, and if people don't put it on the, on the table, it's fine. They're they're like
1: centerpiece models for your shelf as well, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't think I usually paint stuff for the shelf. Like I I do paint things for display, but predominantly I want things to show off on the table, even if that's like terrain. that's still to show off on the table, and those mm-hmm. big miniatures. I'm like, no, I, I want to be able to show that off on the table. Otherwise, like I don't want to sure. just put it in the cabinet. They're too big for the cabinets. <laughs> like, you've got a freaking big cat. Well, no. Some people have those oh, no. Ikea they're The Ikea things. squares. Yeah, the yeah, 16-inch yeah. squares. They fit. they fit big minis. But I don't... That's not how I store things. So what do you think, then? No, I think the scenario is good enough. Like, with the megalodrome oh, okay. thing, like, I was willing to back that level of the Kickstarter just knowing we would do a special event with it and I would paint it yeah. for a special event. And that was... I wasn't... Well, I thought I would play the game. And then, like, uh-huh. eh, I don't care <laughs> about the game that much. It ended on not playing. I, I'm playing through it. Uh, I like.
0: I've dedicated myself to play through that thing. And so when we get to the Megalodron maybe I'll call you up and be like, can not you bore your Megalodron so I can get some more,
1: some more games into it, games in with it. Mhm. Yeah. Ah, so all right, we do have one more. Do we not?
0: I haven't been paying attention to the <laughs> the amount of times. We-
1: Two three, four, so we're at nine okay, all right you, want, you is there one okay, you really so, want to fit in here or uh, mm-hmm. I don't know this
0: is just a this is a question I don't know I hope it's gonna be a, a short one, but um again just reminiscing on war machine um I know for a long period of time you got war machine you you continued to be on the war machine email list. Right. To get uh, War Machine minis and things like that, just like the new releases and things like that. And then you finally, I think a few months ago, dropped that list. No, that was years ago. No, I dropped it a long time ago. Oh, really? Yep. OK, so what caused caused you to take that final step to drop the War Machine email list? Two minutes. Oh, it's perfect. All right. I totally
1: didn't cheat. I'm telling you. So, I think it's when their sculpts went further downhill. Because mm. I'm kind of seeing, like, cool new shit coming out for games I don't play. I'm subscribed to all sorts of just, like, not my oh, main so email. War Machine is
0: not the only one. You have a lot of different ones.
1: Fair enough. It's usually just from, like, stores that will send out email uh-huh. blasts of pictures in them. And it doesn't go to my main email. It goes to some other email I yeah. don't care about. But it's cool uh-huh. to see pictures of new stuff when uh-huh. they're... Th- when they entered the Grimkin and whatever other eras, uh uh-huh. I'm just like these are misses i don't I don't want to see these in my inbox anymore for the new releases, mm-hmm. and then it got cut off
0: interesting, so it was just like it and no lot the models so you s- stayed on the list despite the fact you, you no longer play the game for years because you just like seeing the models, and every once in a while you'd see a model you want to pick up just for like a model agnostic game or just to paint. And then, as soon as it was like, wow, these are these are not for me. Some of these like quality as well kind of dropped as well. Then you just that was the final nail in the coffin. Yep, I can I can take lots of crap, but not not that. <laughs> Do you feel like there is anything new that you would that you see from the new stuff? I I guess you mentioned that you didn't even really like the any of the new stuff.
1: No, Although I did you, Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm sure you've said this before, the Kador, Kador is a different, like a decent revision of the original Kator. Yeah. But nothing, nothing else. The 28 millimeter figures, oh, like, the humans they are they don't deformed. look like they can even move. They're deformed. Their armor is too blocky to move. They, they had great fun looking. Like the original sculpts had like fun aspects to them too, of like gators with candles coming off their heads. Yeah. The new stuff is all just trying to be, like, serious, but it's ugly at the same time. It's.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like the – I did like the jacks of the two sides, Signar and, and Kador, because they felt like quintessential jacks. But I I didn't like any of the
1: infantry. The yeah, jacks so I might serious. End up... Like, robots are allowed to be serious. But the people, like, <laughs> come on.
0: I actually – yeah, so I, I, I would probably – I actually don't like all the lightning aesthetic of signar it's too high-tech for me they look like science fiction as opposed to uh victorian era so but they look good for science fiction robots so there's that all right by the way i've never uh, what what did it take me for to drop war machine emails i was never (laughs) i was never subscribed so uh it takes me to subscribe to drop them i guess uh yeah Uh, So that's basically our last question. Uh, That is another uh, episode of Dice – oh, sorry, of D6 Minutes. Uh, If you have any questions for us that you want us to answer or any thoughts or anything, anything you want to talk to us about, uh, you want to tell us that our questions, the way we answer them, are terrible, give us a shout. Email us
1: at contact at diceovereverything.com. Yeah, or you can find us us on Facebook. We're Dice Over Everything. This has been Alan. Yeah, it's been Brandon.
0: Bye.